Greetings, welcome back to another ongoing series of Shir Mandaf Yomim and Nevis Yitzchak Shalom. We are now in Masachat Baba Kama Daf Ayin Amud Aleph at the second Mishnah of the seventh chapter. Ganav Al Pishnaim. We have a list of nine different circumstances that we would have reason to think that the person would be exempt. The Ganav would be exempt from paying Arba Bachamisha. Nonetheless, he's Chayev. This is set up against the next two Mishnayot, which present somewhat parallel cases with uh, each case having a slight difference in which he is exempt. So if he steals and there are two witnesses to the theft, or and either the same two witnesses or two other witnesses to the Tvicha Mechira, he still pays. Now, the reason I'm doing etc. is because in this podcast we're only going to look at those first two examples where there are split edim, two witnesses to the theft and two other witnesses to the tzvicha mechira, and the case of Ganav Machar Shabbat. We'll go back to this Mishnah when we go to analyze further clauses in it. Right, so let's immediately go to the Gemara. It sounds like our Mishnah does not conform with Rabbi Akiva's opinion. In the one pasuk on the page, Rabbi Akiva is of the opinion that davar is there to exclude chatsi davar, meaning, as opposed to a case where uh, witnesses testify to half of something. We'll see what that means. Tanya, I'm Rabbi Yossi, Shalach, Abba Chalafta, no, Abba Chalafta means my father, Chalafta, Yosef and Chalafta, so one of them went to visit the other to study. Amarlo, the visitor, said to the Rav who he's coming to visit with, to visit with, Let's say that somebody had a chazakah where he uh, was uh, in the presence of two witnesses, was uh, on a field. Each of the three years of the chazaka was in the presence of two witnesses, but different witnesses. Mahu, is that a chazaka? Amarlo, the other one answered, again, it's unclear who answered whom, Harezu chazaka, that is a chazaka. Amarlo, afani omerken, and the visitor said, I agree. Elash Rabbi Akiva, cholek padavar, but Rabbi Akiva, our colleague, um, really our teacher, disagrees with this. Shaya Rabbi Akiva omer, davar v'lo chatsi davar. In other words, Rabbi Akiva said, that is not testimony. If two witnesses testify about one year, and two about another year, and two about another year, you don't have a chazaka. Now, that would seem to indicate that if two witnesses testify to the Geneva and another two witnesses testify to the Tvicha Mechira, that you should not be chayiv for the Tvicha Mechira. You don't have any testimony here. And um, and therefore, uh, our Rabbi Kiva could not agree with our Mishnah. Amar after the time of Rabbi Kiva, and Rabbi Kiva could agree with our Mishnah. Mi Rabbi Kiva Baal. In a case for, let's say, a Kohen, um, um, or, or for instance, the case where uh, two people testify that a woman got married to somebody, and two other people testify to the fact that she had bia with another person. Subsequently, uh, that Rabbi Kiva agrees the afagav the kiddushin, even though the adebia certainly need the ede kiddushin in order for their statement to be, have any sort of uh, impact. But the Ede Kiddushin stand alone. Their testimony is that she's Mekudeshet. And that is an effective statement. And therefore, Bekiva says there's no deficiency of Chatsi Davar here. Davar Karina Bey. So therefore, we call it a Davar, not a Chatsi Davar. So therefore, Hachinami, same in our case. The ones who testify about the slaughtering, certainly their statement is meaningless 
without the Ede Gneva because the guy could say it was my own animal. But, but the Edim of the theft stand alone. They're right there, there's a Chiyuv as a result of their testimony, without the testimony about the slaughtering. <coughs> Therefore, Davar Karina Bey, we don't call it a Chatsi Davar. So, Rekiva could agree with our Mishnah. Now, parenthetically, Everybody seems to accept the notion that Davar is there to exclude Chatsi Davar. So, the Rabbanan, meaning Abba Chalaft and Yochum Nuri, what do they exclude from that, considering that they consider this Chazakah <coughs> <coughs> built on two witnesses of each year? Uh, they consider that valid. So what is excluded by Devar? If two people are, testif- uh, people are testifying about a girl uh, who, uh, who is a gudola and therefore culpable for whatever she does, and remember, you need two simanim. So if one person testifies, this is how we started, if one person testifies <coughs> that she has one siman on her back and the other says one siman on the front, then uh, that's a chatsi davar. And we say, hi, chatsi davar, chatsi edut too. That's not a chatsi davar. That's a chatsi edut because you only got one guy on each thing. Elonimute, what is it? If two guys testify about one siman and another two guys testify about another siman, each testimony alone keeps her as a tanat. And so therefore it's only by putting them together that you get her to be a gdola, and that even Rabbanan will agree is the deficiency of Chatzidavar, and we have no testimony here. Okay, next piece. Ganavu Machar Shabbat. That was the uh, the next uh, example, example number two. Exactly, really example number three. We skipped Ganav Machar Tavach Lavodazar. Now, Machar Lavodazar. Vatanya Patur. We have a brighter that says Ganav Machar Shabbat, your Patur. Amar Avchama Kitanya Ahi de Patur. When do you say your Patur? But Omerlo Akots Teina Teinati Vitignili Grevotacha. When the purchaser says to the thief who's selling his hot goods, his animal. He says, go take figs from my tree in payment for the animal. Which means that when the, the sale is done, when the fellow harvests the figs, which is of course an Av Shabbat, he'll be Chayav Mita for doing that, and therefore he's off the hook for Arba V'chamisha. And that's the case where you're Patur. And our Mishnah will be talking about a regular case of Mechira. So we challenge this as follows. Let's say that we had a case like that, where the thief said to the Ghan of Anshabas, you go cut down the things from my tree as payment. And let's say he took the figs and never delivered the animal. If the buyer would then take the thief to court, we would not order him to pay. Why? Because he's chayav mita, and therefore he doesn't have to pay. So Therefore his mechira is not a mechira, and therefore he should not be liable for arba chamisha that we would say patur because of kam lebed he's patur because it's not a mechira at all, because it's not a mechira that the uh, buyer could act on. All right? El Amr of Papa. So Papa constructs a different case where it's patur. Throw the animal into my chatzer. From a shuturabim, so it's going to be hotzah. And therefore, he'll be chayav mita at the very instant that we think, at the very instant that the geneva, that the mechira is completed, and that's why he is exempt. 
Now, come on, who does that follow? Rabbi Akiva, you have to remember back in the 11th parak of Masachat Shabbat, Rabbi Akiva and Chacham had a disagreement about the notion of Kluta Kamishahuncha. Rabbi Akiva says that when something goes over airspace, we consider it as if it's come to rest on that ground. So if I throw something from Rashut Rabim over Rashut Yachid to the next Rashut Rabim, I'm Chayev twice. Maybe twice, maybe once, but I'm certainly Chayev. Because we assume that we, we consider that when it went in the airspace, that it's come to rest there. But Rabbanan don't accept that. So now, that means that this ukimta, this stat, this setup of when you would say patur only works according to Rabbi Kiva. The Ikrabanan kevantamatilachatser beto kana. Rabbanan will say, if I throw the lamb into your courtyard, you acquire it and mechira is done when it comes into your airspace. But Shabbat, the liability for Shabbat only happens when it hits the ground. And since they're not at the same conceptual moment, therefore there is no application of Kram Lebed and I'm still liable to pay Arba V'chamisha, so I'm a potter. So he answers, where the buyer says, I'm not taking any possession of this until it hits the ground. So really then, Shabbat and Mechira happen simultaneously, and you're exempt. Rav Amar, the Olam Kram Barchame, says, go back to the original case with the figs. That answer works. And I'll prove to you it works, because even though, this is Rava's attack, even though were the, um, were the, um, the buyer to take the Ganav to court, if the Ganav didn't deliver, and to say, um, that, um, you owe me the, the animal, we would not make him pay the animal. That's because, um, uh, that, that does not make the Mechira invalid when he does give him the animal. And let's see. Uh, the Torah prohibits at non-zona, which means a gift given to a zona for her services cannot be brought as a korban. What happens if somebody gives an etnan a zona, a zona to, a zona, gives an etnan to a zona, uh, but he, the bia is one that would get him killed because it's an erva. The crazy example, of course, is bali mo. Uh, let's say that this woman who was his mother was to take him to court and say he never gave me the animal we wouldn't make him pay because he's chayav mita even though were she to take him to court we wouldn't make him pay because of but nonetheless, if he does give it to her, it still has a din of an etnon. In other words, even though a particular payment is not actionable, if made, it's still considered a payment. And the here too, if the fellow was to say, give me my animal after all, you took my figs, even though we could not make the fellow pay the animal, because it's chayav mita for Shabbat, nonetheless, it still is considered a mechira. Nonetheless, it really is a mechira. Okay, we'll pause at this point and pick up in the analysis uh, of the uh, of the next uh, piece, which is Ganavatavachbiyamakipurim. Um, and again, we'll look back at the Mishnah at that point. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.